Up next is the Daily Devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Luke chapter 15, verse 17 we read on, but when he came to himself, he said, how many hired servants of my father's have bread enough to spare and I'm dying with hunger. I'll get up and I'll go to my father and I'll tell him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and in your sight. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me as one of your hired servants. This boy, if we can call him that, belonged to the estate, the world of his father's and he belonged there by natural birth. But it was very clear he did not belong to the Father in heart or mind or spirit. Notice the problem began with those words, give me. Hmm. It seems a world of problems begin with that mandate. He wanted his independence. He wanted to answer to no one, not even his own father. And what was amazing about that whole thing was that this father let him go. He let him have the freedoms that he thought he wanted. Our father today offers us the same free will that this young man was offered. The son was able to do what he wanted with his life and his goods, his abilities, his talents, money and things. All was placed into the son's hands. He could use his life and what he had as he wished and he could use it without any interference from the Father. Romans 6.21 says, What fruit do you have then in the things which you are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. Crucial turning point came here in verse 17. It says he remembered. He remembered what he had when he was in his father's house. He remembered how things were before he took matters into his own hands. But you know, remembering would only matter if he moved on that situation and that remembering. So many, many folks have found themselves in this predicament and instead of coming home, they have instead hardened their hearts, either in pride or shame or maybe in both, but either way they refuse to repent and by failing to do so, they have effectively signed their spiritual and yes, even often their physical death warrant Verse 20, he arose and came to his father, but while he was still far off, his father saw him and was moved with compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Now in the Jewish world, a man of age was never seen or portrayed as running, for such would seem uh, as degrading. Um, It would be seen as a self-depreciating act. But here the father is depicted as overwhelmed by emotion and passion and ran to meet his son who had come home. No cultural protocol was going to keep him from that reunion. This, well, this is what God is offering all of those who find themselves in such situation. The choice indeed is still ours. Our freedom has not been taken from us. Notice that forgiveness was given before the son even spoke 
not because his confession was not crucial, but because like our father, the father knew the boy's heart before he even spoke. After all, it is the heart that repents far more than the lips. Verse 21 going on, it says, The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servant, Bring out the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet. Bring the fatted calf and kill it and let's eat and celebrate. For this, my son, was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. Then they began to celebrate. So now what herein began as the heart of a son uh, is now confessed with his lips. He says, Father, I have sinned. You know, I think those can be some of the hardest words to say. But it is the difference between Satan's victory and our own redemption. The fact remains that sometimes we effectively need to be, well, saved twice. Once from sin, and once from ourselves. The Father took him back and restored him to the life he once knew. The magnitude of the sin and failure was not the deciding factor in whether he survived this or not with his dad. In the end, it was really whether he was willing to humble himself before his father and ultimately before his brethren. Please note that while the son was out there in rebellion, he was still a son. Yes, but his dad considered him dead. After all, he was lost. Maybe not ultimately to salvation, but certainly to relationship and fellowship with his father. While on the run, the joy and the blessings of the family of God were lost to him. Verse 25 says, Now his elder son was in the field, and he came near to the house, and he heard music and dancing. He called one of the servants to him and asked him what was going on. And he said to him, Your brother has come, and your father has killed the fatted calf because he has received him back safe and healthy. But he was angry and he would not go in. Therefore his father came out and begged him. But he answered his father, Behold, these many years I have served you. I have never disobeyed a commandment of yours, but you never gave me a goat that I might celebrate with my friends. But when this young son came, who had devoured your living with prostitutes, you killed the fatted calf for him. This older brother, the one who stayed home and the one who was loyal to his father, he now was angry with his dad. He instead would rebel and stay home. We often do the same in our own lives. For acting out of pride and self-righteousness, he did not feel that his father should have forgiven his brother so easily and so completely. After all, he did not act so foolish. There was no party for him. Dad was being so unfair. The son had been out working in the fields. He had been busy with the business of his father. Yet he failed to receive the attention he felt he deserved. And his own selfish pride was now going to trap him just as surely as his brother's pride had trapped him. So in the end, they both rebelled against their father. One from outside the house, one from inside. There was ultimately no difference. Verse 31, he said to him, Son, you are always with me, 
and all that is mine is yours. But it was appropriate to celebrate and be glad for this your father or your brother was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is in found. The rejoicing should have been shared by not just the father, but by the son who had not left home. Just as surely as we should rejoice when a brother or sister comes in from the cold. And dad is happy. And you know, we should be so too. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Tim Dodson and Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.